Welcome to Kicking with the Northwoods with your host, Corey, from the Northwoods RV Life. This live video broadcast is brought to you by www.thenorthwoodsrvlife.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Northwoods. You're live with Corey, where we're showing you that freedom is an adventure. We're finding ours, you can too. I'd like to go ahead and welcome you today to our Saturday live video podcast where we have hopes to help build the RV community here on YouTube. You can also find this podcast on all major podcast applications, including Apple iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as many others. So with that, I go ahead and if it's your first time here, hit that subscribe button down below, ring that little bell so you get notified of all of our uh, weekly videos and live streams. All right, so I go, I'd like to go ahead and start out with some shout outs. Uh, first shout out, I'd like to congratulate One Strange Adventure, Harold and Cindy, for hitting their 1,000 subscriber mark this past week and becoming Montanized. Uh, congratulations, you deeply deserve it, um, and wish you guys all the well from here on out. Next shout out so I'd like to go ahead and do was from our uh, Super Chat supporters from our Wednesday night live stream. Uh, the first one is KNR Destinations. Uh, Kyle and Ryan over there are putting together a great channel. And uh, putting out content on a regular basis. So go ahead and check out KR Destinations. And I'll go ahead and I'll drop a link to each of these in the chat over here for you. Uh, so the first one I'll drop in over there is One Strange Adventure. And then let me drop in KR Destinations. You can go ahead and check out these channels or come back and check the chat uh, later and uh, get to these links as well. So the next Super Chat supporter from this week is California Travel Videos. Um, Michael and Grace over there have been putting out some great videos, and they've been supporting some of the local channels here in the RV community. So make sure you go over and check out uh, California Travel Adventures. Pop that up. All right. California Travel Videos, sorry. Uh, the next shout-out is not a channel, um, but was a Super Chat supporter on the Wednesday night. So, Joe Van, you are the Northwoods Fan of the Week. So, thank you very much uh, for your support and uh, appreciation of the channel. We appreciate that quite a bit. So, moving on to today's guest, we'd like to go ahead and we'll welcome in Scotty and Melinda from the channel Simple Life Big Adventure whose channel has been steadily growing since starting to put out videos last year. And we'll go ahead and we'll pull them uh, up in here. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Hey, we're doing great. All right. Glad to see you. It's fantastic to finally get you on here. Yes. I've been seeing you in other people's live streams, and we've been wanting to get you on for a while. And I'm glad that we were able to find a weekend that you guys were available. We sure appreciate it. Well, we appreciate it, too. Because this not only helps uh, us, it helps you guys out too. So yes. we try doing whatever we can to help everyone, uh, especially those of you guys that uh, do videos on Michigan and appreciate <laughs> Michigan. We like to help out those even uh, even more because we love our state. So, uh, so with that, why don't you go ahead and we'll start out. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and whether or not you're full-time or part-time and where you're from. Mm-hmm. Well, we're from Middle Tennessee. I'm from Winchester. She's from uh, Smithville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we've been exploring our state for a long time now. 
together and um was just kind of encouraged by some friends to start a youtube channel and we didn't go for it at first we didn't think it was us but um we we dove into it and tried it out and we've enjoyed it ever since we're having a good time finding all of our beauty beautiful spots yeah we never thought we'd you know ever create a channel either our daughters talked us into uh getting it started and now that we've done it we've actually uh enjoyed it both doing the channel as well as the uh interaction with the community uh here uh-huh. on youtube so right, as right. well as the subscribers that interact back and forth so we've actually uh enjoyed it as i'm sure you have as well yes now we are just part-timers <laughs> right now we hope to become full-timers within the next six years when we turn 55 we hope to be able to retire from work and just uh be full-time RVers from that point on yep yep so what do you do currently do for work? Uh, do you have any community involvement or other hobbies outside of YouTube? Well, we work, we do factory work. We, uh, we work for Bridgestone Firestone. Uh, we do tractor trailer tires and I've been there for almost 21 years. Uh-huh. We met there at the, at the plant. Um, they put us on a machine together and <laughs> fall in love. <laughs> hey, I can understand. Uh, Lori and I met working at Wendy's, believe oh, it or not, yeah. uh, way back in 1990. Mm-hmm. So it's been a long time, but yeah, me and her worked together at the time, and uh, we met first met back then, and uh, we uh, lost track of each other for many years, and then we ran back into each other. So wow. you never know who you're going to meet at work. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's go on here. So tell us about, do you have uh, any family, uh, kids, plan on kids, grandkids, things like that? Well, I have a daughter uh-huh. who's 25 years old. And then I have a daughter who is 30 and then a son who is 27. So we are empty nesters. Oh. <laughs> That's allowed us to get out and explore a whole lot more since they've all grown up. Oh, I bet. Uh, so any grandkids yet? We have two grandchildren. Uh, the oldest is four, and the youngest is one and three or four months. <laughs> yep, we've got three. We've got uh, two six-year-old boys and a girl that is uh, about ten months old. Yep. And uh, yep. so they're all still fairly little. The six-year-olds, they're uh, they're getting up there now. Uh, they're getting out of that toddler stage and getting to be where they're. Uh, Wanted to be a little more adventurous and get on a boat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. So that's always great. So. And now a moment for our affiliate partner, The Dirt. The Dirt is a number one rated app that lets you unlock better camping with pro features and savings up to 40% off campsites. Pro members even have access to The Dirt's offline campground search and downloadable maps right inside the app. So check out The Dirt that now includes trip planning. To learn more, check out www.thenorthwoodsrvlife.com front slash the dirt. I know we first ran into you guys last year because we didn't know it, but we were in Mackinac at the same Uh time last year. Uh And we both started putting out videos of Mackinac at the same time and ended up running across each other. Right. And I thought that was great. Um, yeah, your first video that we saw was uh, the TP campground. That was our very first video. And uh, we'd stayed at the TP uh, many years ago. 
Um, we were able to get the very end site in the center section there that right, right yeah. up over the bridge. Yeah. Um, beautiful area that, you know, they have a community campfire every night. Uh -huh. that, that was always like that. so fun. Yep. So it was actually for a small private campground. It was a very nice campground. Um, you know, they had decent shower facilities and everything. They kept everything up pretty nice. Yeah. And, uh, we actually liked the, uh, the TP. The only thing they don't have is a pool. Uh, which since then, since we've had an RV, we started going to the Mackinac uh, KOA. Mm -hmm. um, they have the pool over there and stuff. And we've been going there now for uh, nearly 15 years. Wow. So uh, we go up there every time. We just got back from up there, as you guys uh, are familiar with. So um, you guys have had some Michigan adventures recently as well. Yes. Yeah. So it was in the thumb uh -huh. of Michigan. Yeah, uh, Bad Axe. You stayed at what was the name of the campground? Uh, Campers Haven Family Campground. In Bad Axe, Michigan. There's a lot to do and see. There's a couple of state parks, and beautiful beaches, and mm -hmm. um, we paddled to Turnip Rock, and that has been on my bucket list <laughs> for about five or six years now. I've always wanted to see Turnip Rock. We finally did it. Yep, I know. I had commented to you guys a couple times. I'd love to see you guys do uh, Turnip Rock because I know you guys love doing hiking and uh, yes. kayaking and all that stuff. So. Um, I was super uh, stoked to see that you guys finally got to do that adventure. Uh, it really is kind of a once-in-a-lifetime adventure. Uh, it is a hike out there by kayak just to get there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's a long paddle to get there. So Yeah, how many miles was it? it was, uh, I think it was a seven-mile round trip, but yeah. it went by so fast. Uh, there was just so we were just taking in all the beauty. It was Def just... Definitely a lot of beautiful scenery, huh? Uh-huh. There's actually a, a lighthouse out there, too, about two miles out mm -hmm. that you can paddle to it, but uh, we just didn't have time to do that. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, definitely, you know, a lot of us, even here in Michigan, didn't really know about Turnip Rock until basically social media about right. five, six years ago. That's all how I found sudden, it. All of a sudden, all the stuff started coming out about uh, Turnip Rock. And, you know, when, many of us never knew that the lakeshore in that part of the state was like that it's very right it's very similar to picture rocks mm -hmm. just a, just a little smaller scale i believe but uh yeah yep. it, it reminded us a lot of pictured rocks yep now have you guys been to pictured rocks we uh -huh. packed it and uh, that's a funny story um <laughs> <laughs> We from Grand Marais back to Munising. And it was about a 45-mile backpacking trip. And 12 miles into uh, uh, the trip, our very first day, we went to set up our tent and realized we had left our tent poles at home. <laughs> so we cowboy camped for uh, five nights. We slept on top of a tarp for five nights. So is this where the big adventure comes into the name? I guess so. <laughs> Part of it anyway. Yeah, you never know with us. Yeah, that it would definitely be an adventure. It was, a, it was a great experience, though. It's amazing how beautiful a pitch rock is. And, that, and that's how we found our love for Michigan, mm -hmm. actually. Um, our first trip to Michigan together, um, we found a brochure, a pure Michigan brochure, mm -hmm. and it had pictured rocks, um, a photo of pictured rocks on there. And I was so amazed by that photo. I was like, I've got to go there mm -hmm. someday. And we finally made it. Yep, yep. And uh, just, you're, you're right. The UP especially has so much. Uh, mm -hmm. Every corner you turn, it's just beautiful. There's another another lake, another outlook, things like that. So yeah. um, we absolutely love that you guys love Michigan. <laughs> uh, and we love supporting channels that do. It just it, 
it uh, it touches us personally to be able to see channels enjoy our state, uh, especially if one channels that aren't from here. Yes, uh, yes. We always feel that, um, unfortunately, a lot of RVers miss out on Michigan because of there not being just a good way to pass through the state mm-hmm. uh, without going all the way around. You know, it's quite a yeah. trek from Wisconsin up and around and back down through. So, unfortunately, a lot of RVers miss out on the beauty that uh, Michigan is, and uh, we absolutely love it when we see people uh, enjoy it like that. Um, before I move on, I would like to go ahead and thank James Cantonese for that super chat earlier. I did not miss it. Uh, just getting a chance to say thank you. And uh, we'll go ahead and we'll move on to the next question here. So what got you guys first started interested in RVing? Uh, and how long have you been uh, traveling with a camper or RV? The, um, probably the... Um the trip to Isle Royal in Michigan, when we backpacked Isle Royal National Park, we met a couple. They had left their corporate jobs at 40, 41 years old, and they were full-time RVers. This was in 2015 or 16. And we had never heard of full-time RVing. Yeah, I didn't know what full-time RV. I didn't know people would actually did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they talked about the freedom that they had, and so we started looking into it. We knew it was something we wanted to start working towards. And, uh, but we didn't purchase our camper until two years ago. Um, so we've, we've been dragging a little camper around, getting a little taste of it here and there. And we know that's what we want to do. <laughs> yep. Um, I had always tent camped for many years, uh, with the kids and stuff. Uh, when Lori and I first got together, she had done some camping, but, uh, we started camping together again with a tent. And, uh, of course, the first couple experiences we had was cold, rainy, uh-huh. miserable, just, you know, everything damp. Um, and Lori flat out told me, if you're taking me camping again, we're buying a camper. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, it took a couple years before we were ready to really go ahead and to make that move. But we bought our first camper in 2012 and started traveling. And yeah, um, the thing that we really enjoy with it is um, being able to go around the state and still have the comfort of everything that you have. That mm-hmm. you use. Um, and that's just fantastic to be able to do that. Uh, Burning up the roads. Thank you for that super chat over there. We definitely appreciate it. And we'll go ahead and, uh, We'll give shout outs again next week for everyone from the supports uh, super chats from this week. So thank you very much. All right. So tell us a little bit about the RV that you have. I know you just got your new rig that you've named. Uh-huh. Go, uh, <laughs> which is a very cute name. Uh, you should put a decal of a big foot on the side with a great big toe. That would be funny. <laughs> um, but I know you guys have a fairly small camper. Uh-huh. Um, and it's very cute. I love the red color of it. And uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about it and why you ended up choosing what you got and what things you like about it. Well, we actually just fell in love with it. It was a Sunlight BH, and as you mentioned, it is red. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16-footer, very small. Uh, it's easily towed by small uh, SUV, uh, which is uh, we tow with a Cherokee, Jeep Cherokee, mm-hmm. which is also red. And we <laughs> get a lot of compliments on it because it, you know, it's just a attractive package, I think. Yeah. But uh, we're just attracted to small campers just out of the convenience of 
towing. Um, I'm kind of intimidated by towing a big old 40 foot camper. It's just uh, not not something I'm interested in. And we like we like to travel up to Michigan quite a bit. So mm-hmm. <sighs> smaller and smaller, simple smaller is, is better. It's less for, for me to have to clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's probably a whole lot uh, less white knuckle driving coming through yes, on I-75 coming up here, coming yes. having to come around Detroit. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, uh, but as you mentioned, we did just purchase Big Toe in April or so. And, uh, passenger van. A 15-seat passenger van. We took all the seats out. We put the uh, built the bed platform in the back. And it does have a tow package, so we can we can drag the little camper along on longer trips if we need to. Well, that's great. That's great. And I see it's quite long. You guys fit your kayaks right inside there, I saw. And uh, so that's great. Do you plan on carrying the kayaks in there when you're traveling, or do you plan on making something on the roof uh, rack for hauling them? We'll probably carry them inside. We designed the bed Mm -hmm. so it's high enough for both kayaks to fit underneath the bed, but the bed is still low enough that we can see out out of the windows as we're traveling. Um, that uh, that we just did, we we carried the, our kayaks up there, and uh, we used our kayaks at Colonel Brock. Eventually, right. though, I would like to have a roof rack um, uh, for the van. It's just going to take some time. Yep, yep, I understand that. Everything takes time. Mm-hmm. Time and money. Yes. <laughs> it takes time to get there. So what ended up uh, deciding uh, to start a channel? I actually looked up your channel. It looks like it was created in 2012, even though you didn't start doing videos until last year. Well, it was my uh, personal channel. I had signed up for YouTube. We had we had done a video on a ranger uh, canoe trip, and it wouldn't let me just post it to Facebook. So I had to create my YouTube to upload this one video so that I could share links with the church group that happened to be along on this ranger trip. And we never did anything with it. Um, and I can't change the date. I went in and changed my personal name to Simple Life Big Adventures. But we can't change the date on when we really started it up. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, what uh, typically you end up having to do is like I keep my personal and then you create an additional channel. I I was so clueless on what I was doing when we right. started the YouTube channel. That's I just usually thought, where most of us are when we first start. <laughs> like I just start changing videos, and then I realized, like, oh well, I was supposed to do it. Before. I know. Well, I, guess, I know. Best advice was watching the YouTubers, and it was start before you're ready and when we started we definitely was not ready <laughs> i don't think anybody's ready we no. weren't ready either we didn't have any clue um you know i had had a couple videos that you know, i had gopros for years for, because um i used to use them hunting i would mount them to the trees and then when i saw a deer come in i could turn the camera on with my cell phone and, oh yeah and i used gopros that way so I had done a couple of videos and stuff with the GoPros that way and put it up on my personal YouTube. Um, nothing by any means, you know, professional looking at uh-huh. all. Right. Um, you know, so we didn't have any clue either when we first started. And it is, it's a giant learning curve. Uh-huh. Um, and I really think the first year for everybody is just learning. 
Yes. I'm, I'm going to say give me two years. Uh, I think I still have a little more to learn. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I'm one that always, I want to try to improve something every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what it is, whether it be with the channel or video quality or backgrounds or lighting yes. or yes. cameras or uh, updating the website or whatever. I try to improve something with our social media existence every uh-huh. week. Um, um, my new thing I just learned this past week was in creating my thumbnails. Um, when I download the photo that I want to use, go ahead and change my pixel size at that point, And it's going to fit perfectly in my um, 720 by 1280 YouTube thumbnail. <laughs> yep, yep. I had just been downloading a photo and, and then changing the size, at, you know, after it was uh, ready to be posted so right. it's it's always a learn it's always learning something yep uh thumbnails always fit better if you either make them the size of 720p yeah or yeah. 1080p we do ours in 1080 uh so our pixel sizes of our thumbnails are 1920 by 1080 mm-hmm. um you know but either one of those sizes will fit perfect onto the thumbnail and make everything yep. nice so uh, it's just something i had to learn yep uh, something you got to learn and there's no other way around it. <laughs> you have to kind of trip over yourself and figure it out. So <laughs> that's true. Just those things that the way it is. So, um, so what actually decided to make you decide to go ahead and start posting videos and sharing those experiences and, you know, putting out content and actually say, okay, yeah, we're going to be a YouTube channel. We're all, we've always been adventurous, um, hiking and, and kayaking and just getting out in nature mainly. Mm-hmm. And we've got people at work and friends at work just constantly asking us, well, what are you, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? You know, what's, what, what kind of venture is coming up next? Right. And it dawned on us that people may be interested in mm-hmm. some of our adventures. Yeah. And yeah. you know, um, you know, we plan on retiring. Um, yes. And this, that I was, think this is the biggest. That push. was my biggest push. Uh, we want to retire early, and we want to have our community built mm-hmm. before we go full time RV. Right. Yeah. We have uh, friends on the road. You know, people we can go see. People that we we know. And it's uh, super super hard to run a YouTube channel channel while working full time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like working two jobs. <laughs> Oh, believe me. <laughs> you know, I work full time and occasionally overtime. And uh, yes, uh, it's hard work, uh, not just the channel itself, but all the stuff that comes with it. Right. right. Um, I, I, I neglect things often, you know, something social media falls behind or maybe my house cleaning falls behind. <laughs> can understand um, completely because I'm always behind on something. That's um, <laughs> true. I've got a list. I got a list. I, uh, me and Lori talk, um, cause we actually run the channel like a business. We have meetings right. with each other, uh-huh. um, you know, because we have an LLC. So we do meet, uh, meetings and everything just like a business. And we'll put stuff down on record of what we're doing, what we want to do, why we're doing it, what money's right. invested in it and all that stuff. And, uh, it is, it's a lot of work, not just the channel, but then you have Facebook and Instagram. Uh-huh. Yes any other social media that you're using and trying to keep it all up and busy. And, you know, I have responsibilities. Laura has responsibilities. 
uh, because we have to split up the work a little bit because one person just can't do it all. Mm -hmm. That's so, right. So anyone who has a channel and they do it all by themselves, I give them a pat on the big, back. Big props. I, yeah. <laughs> so if you had to say one thing for anyone listening, what value do you think your channel is for uh, users that visit your channel? Mm. For me, I think we expose people to nature in, in, in a lot of locations that people may not ever experience if it hadn't been for us. Um, some ob obscure places like Turnip Rock, uh, it's not huge on the radar, but it's getting more and more attention as the years go by. Mm -hmm. Right. But at the campground there in uh, Bad Axe, mm -hmm. um, our next door neighbor asked us what we've been doing, and, and we told him about Turnip Rock. He's like, "Wow, I've lived he here." <laughs> yeah, he was like, "This is here." Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "I've lived here all my life, and I never knew it was there." So if you watch our channel, you'll probably see some obscure um, locations in nature. Well, we definitely love that you guys are constantly chasing waterfalls. Um, <laughs> you know, there's just some uh, beautiful country that you guys are exploring and sharing with people and things like that. Um, I have noticed that you ran, run into a problem every once in a while that I ran into um, with GoPro footage on YouTube occasionally being pixely. Yes, yes. Um, do you want to know how to fix it? Yes, I do. <laughs> Film in 60 frames per second. Okay. Okay. Um, GoPro footage at 1080p, 30 frames per second. When you upload it um, to YouTube, unless you're a huge YouTube channel, you're getting a lesser video codec. Right. Uh, yep. And it, what it, I found that it caused, especially on footage, Maybe where you have some trees or foliage. Right. Like when we're when we're driving with the sun. Yeah. Uh, you'll get that mm -hmm. real pixely looking for mm -hmm. a second into it. Um, by doing anything 1080p 60 frames or higher. Okay. We'll give you a, what's called a, a VCP codex. Okay. Uh, and it'll get rid of all the pixelization. So. Well, that was a good little tip. Yeah, I knew you were filming with a GoPro the second I saw that. <laughs> so that is a, uh, a tip to get rid of that. Um, I struggled with it on a few of our videos before I figured it out. And uh, a couple of videos, I left it on there because I just couldn't figure it out at the time. So it's struggling sometimes with those learning curves like that. So. Well, you know, we have the Hero 8, and um, it, it has the capability for 4K. Right. And... I haven't used 4K myself because it takes up so much of my card space, you know. But I have invested in enough cards, I feel like I could go ahead and jump up to 4K and help the help improve it even more. It would help improve it more. Uh, video processing in your editing is tremendously slower. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. And uploading is tremendously slower. Okay. Um, but it can be done. Yeah, um, but you doing the 1080 60s not bad. Okay, uh, doesn't doesn't change it too much, um, but it does give it a lot better quality on YouTube. So, well, good, good. So, so some good things to 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 know. Yes. So when you first started your channel, did you um, really have any expectations for the channel, or was it just a means to be able to share some videos at first? Uh, I guess. <laughs> 
our expectations were were to uh, to build the community. Uh, that was mine, uh, and and we love sharing all of the places that we go to with other people. Um, we had a Facebook page, Outdoor Adventures in Tennessee, for probably five years before we started the YouTube channel. Six years, and we have a, a lot of folks on there, and um, they love seeing where we go. So, just sharing all of our adventures, I guess, was the big biggest expectation. Just, right. just to get uh, it out there. Have you promoted <laughs> your channel with that audience you already had? We have, but Facebook is so. I don't know. They they don't want to share our links. Yes. They don't they don't want the views to get out. I don't know why. Um, all social media works the same way, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Um, out of the amount of followers that you have, typically only ten percent right, are I actually going to see what you're posting. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have like a Facebook business page and the um, for us we created a business page so I could see the analytics of the page. So oh, yeah. anything you post, you can see how many people actually see it, how many people engage with it, things like that. Yes. And you can actually see on there, it's almost 10% right on the nose. Uh, every single post um, that you put out about only about 10% of your followers. actually. Uh -huh. So where you can usually try to get some better engagement in uh, Facebook um, is like what we did is we created our Facebook business page but then we created some groups that Good are groups. owned, that are owned yes. by our business page. Yes. Um, and by doing that, those groups have a much higher um, turnover as far as people sitting able to see uh -huh. what's there. Those are closer to about 25 to 30%. Okay. Uh, compared to just the page itself. Uh -huh. um, so if you can create a topic that's related to your channel uh, and get people into the group and things right. like that. Uh, so maybe... Um, especially with as much content you have in Tennessee, maybe a, a group, something about, you know, Tennessee adventures or something like that might be a good topic to be able to start getting people into a group. Right. And it gives you a means to be able to push your videos in front of people. Yes. Um, we did. We did create the uh, simple life, big adventures group because we know how hard it is to share, share our YouTube links. And so we wanted everyone to have the opportunity to uh, share their links on our group page also. Yep. And we're still small. I think we're maybe 110 people in that group, but you know, it's growing. It, it will get better. Right. Where we took advantage of was uh, other topics of videos that we do. Uh, like we created a Blackstone group and an outdoor cooking. Uh, oh yeah. Cooking groups, uh, which are videos that we do. They're related to our channel, uh, but not directly named our channel. Oh yeah. Okay. So we get people in our Blackstone group, we get people in our cast iron cooking group and things like that. And But our page owns it, manages it, so they see our yeah. name in there all the time. Uh, they see us post videos. If I have a video on that topic, I'll post it to that group. Uh, so then those people that are interested in that stuff see the video. That's what they're seeing instead of everything else also. Yeah, that's right. a good idea. So, so that way you're kind of... Um, basically kind of like what the YouTube experts talk about, niching down. Uh -huh. um, go ahead and niche down your Facebook groups as well a little bit. And sometimes you can get a little bit better turnout on that uh, because the people that are viewing those videos are already interested in that topic. Okay. So that helps sometimes. So, yes. All right. So going on, moving on here um, for channel growth, your channel's grown pretty steadily since 
uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had, you know, outstanding growth, but you have grown steadily, and that's right. always right. good as well. Uh, how are you guys currently on watch hours? Um, I think we're at. Yes, we just we just crossed over twelve hundred watch hours. Twelve hundred. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're about right on track where we was at about the same size as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were in the five hundreds, we were right about that same okay area. Um, now what we saw, and I've seen a couple other channels once they break that five hundred mark, um, you sometimes get a little bit of push on the channel, and you start getting a little bit more views. Yes. Um, sometimes you get a little more subscribers are coming uh-huh. a little faster. And these are milestones that YouTube does. All those little milestones that you see on TubeBuddy or VidIQ. Oh, yeah. Or I just here, downloaded TubeBuddy. Uh, yes. Those little milestones really do mean things to the to the uh, algorithm. Yes. Uh, as you hit each of those milestones, you start ranking a little bit better each time you do stuff. So that's why bigger channels seem like they overpower us small channels. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, because they've met all these milestones and your ability to rank and search has a lot to do with your averages of your channel, like your average watch time per video, average click rate through all that stuff. Uh-huh. So the, the more you grow, the better you'll grow. Um, Good. That's we we have noticed that um, you know and YouTube on my on my channel analytics page you kind of celebrates us just a little bit your views are up way more than normal you know right <laughs> right and that's always a good thing to see uh, because another thing that the algorithm really likes is when a channel has momentum uh-huh. um, so when you start seeing views you know say if you got views averaging on that forty eight hour real time view mark yes. you see in analytics. Right. Say if you're seeing three, four hundred views over a two-day period, yeah. if you start seeing that drop off, that's when it's time to put out another video. Absolutely. Uh, you want to keep that up. You want to keep the momentum going. Right. Uh, right. You don't want that let that drop way off uh, because then your channel starts losing momentum. Uh-huh. Your uh, click-through rates and all that stuff start to drop off. Um, yes. And when the analytics see that, that's when they stop promoting your stuff. Uh-huh. So as long as you keep that up and try to keep going up, they'll keep pushing you. That's um, that's kind of what I thought was going on, but I, I hadn't found re- you know I had research to confirm that. Yep. So there's a lot of things there, the, you know, as you go through. And as I've told you before, if you ever have any questions, don't feel uh, don't feel any hesitation at all. Go ahead, shoot me an email. I uh, try to reply to anyone that emails me with questions. It's a, it's amazing how much you, I mean, you just, you reached out to us also, you know, and uh, it's amazing what you do with your full-time job and, and you to your own YouTube channel <laughs> and helping yep. others too. Well, we definitely try to help uh, as well because uh, we strongly believe in the community factor uh-huh. uh, of this RV community Um that we all help each other. And now that we are now over a thousand and modernized, um, we want to bring the rest of you guys with us. Uh, right. we don't, we don't want to leave anyone behind. We want to go ahead and bring you guys up right along with us. Um, and try to push you guys as much as what we can. So, mm-hmm. uh, let's see what Lori's saying over in the chat. She says we're here for help. And she's right. 
Um, Thank you, Lori. <laughs> so yeah, I I uh, periodically reach out to channels if I see that they're um, maybe not putting out videos as much, or you know maybe it looks like they're just not having fun or whatever with it. You know maybe they're struggling. I try to reach mm -hmm. out to people and say, hey, you know, what, a pointer. Mm -hmm. what can we help? You know, can we get you on an interview? Can we get you a little push? Can we give you a shout out? You know, whatever we can do um, to try to keep your momentum going and keep uh -huh. coming along with us. So um, I will tell you this. Um, you have improved just like the rest of us over the last year. You continue to improve every, every time you put out a video. And that's fantastic um, because that's where you're really going to start to grow here shortly. Good. Um, yeah. Like, like I said, that first 500 was a real killer. Mm -hmm. um, the first 100. Oh, I didn't oh, know yes. if we were ever going to pass 100. And then, you know, we 500 was a little better. We kind of cheated the system on the first 100. Uh, I think we were about 50 subscribers and we announced a giveaway uh, <laughs> uh, for Mackinac Island ferry tickets. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, we did a whole vacation package, included the ferry tickets, uh, passes to uh, Fort Michilimackinac and yeah. the yeah. Port, uh, Old Point Lighthouse, Mill Creek Discovery Park, um, as well as a bunch of other coupons and things like that that we had from Mackinac. And uh, we went ahead and we did a giveaway for that, and that shot us up to about 150 pretty quick. <laughs> uh, and that kind of cheated the system first, but it got us started. And that's, it's, a, it's, you need a boost sometimes, you know, sometimes when you look at this and you think, okay, things are kind of, you know, I I'm doing everything. So everyone's telling me to do and uh -huh. it's, just, it's not quite working. Sometimes it's like, you know, I'm only seeing maybe a subscriber a week uh -huh. because we've all had those weeks. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, um, sometimes even just a simple giveaway, and that's one of the things why we started doing uh, some giveaways on the live streams and things like that, uh -huh. uh, especially when you start getting to the close to the point of a thousand and you start to realize that your watch hours aren't there. Oh, yeah. Um, right. You know, live streams will, will save your uh, save your watch time and get you there. So in uh, doing a little bit giveaways, sometimes it's a lot better money spent than paying for, say, Facebook advertising. Uh -huh. YouTube advertising, which if you ever try to do, don't do it on a video you care about. It okay. Will, when the advertising's done, it will kill the video. Oh, gotcha. Uh, because that same thing we talked about before with momentum. Yes. Once you stop paying, the momentum drops and uh -huh. YouTube stops pushing it. Yeah. So yeah. it'll just literally kill the video. Uh, if you do put any kind of advertising on any kind of video, I would suggest it be just like a trailer video. Uh, telling people who you are, please subscribe, uh -huh. leave it at that. Okay. Uh, like I said, don't put it ever on a video that you care about. Yeah. Well, you know, with with doing the giveaways, um, we haven't done anything like that. But, you know, it, it gets your subscribers in there. And, and I love giveaways. I'm not knocking giveaways at all. But does it bring in um, the right kind of, of subscribers for your channel that will watch your videos? Well, see, what we try to do is uh, when we do a giveaway, we try doing a giveaway that's to a unique uh, crowd. Or basically, okay. um, I'm not sure, like you said, you've kind of grown your channel on your own. Uh, have you done any kind of deep research like uh, some of the YouTube experts like Tim Schmoyer 
things like that out on YouTube? Um, video influencers and uh, Nick Nimmin, those, those are the ones I have watched mostly. Yeah. One of the things that with anything marketing, whether it be business marketing, YouTube marketing, whatnot, uh, the very first step is to try to figure out who your customer is or mm -hmm. who your viewer is going to be. Uh, it's your target market. Right. Um, so typically we do this, try to do the same thing with um, giveaways is, you know, we'd give away stickers and things like that and a little $10 Amazon gift card or something yeah. pretty yeah. much every week or whatever. But um, if we're going to do a big giveaway, we want that to be targeted to who our viewer is. Mm -hmm. uh, so like our last giveaway that we did to get us over a thousand, uh, we gave away a Blackstone because yeah. we have so many people in our Blackstone Facebook group. We were directly targeting them, okay. trying okay. to get them to subscribe. Um, you know, so we did a giveaway, and there's certain ways you can do giveaways, and you want to try making sure if you're going to do one, you get a subscriber out of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, you'll lose some in the end, mm -hmm. uh, but you will come out ahead in in the overall. Okay, so. okay. So that's <laughs> something I could do uh, a little more research on, a little yeah. a little more um, marketing for the YouTube. Yep. Yeah, so definitely. Cater to your target market, just like uh -huh. your videos. Um, your videos all have a purpose, and your purpose is to show people, you know, mainly what you've done is in Tennessee. So, you know, as far as that, you know, your target market is really either Tennessee or Michigan, travel, yeah. adventure. Uh -huh. um, you know, try to market to those strengths because those are the people that are coming to your channel to watch. Right. Okay. So, so that helps people when they do subscribe, they stick around. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always great. All right. So uh, any other things that you've done as far as um, wanting to plan for the next year? Because I know you guys pretty much, you just hit your year marker really putting out videos uh -huh. not too long ago. And I know when we first hit our year mark, we took that as a time to reflect on what we've done over the last year. And I think uh -huh. everyone kind of does with their channel. And the first thing we thought of is, okay, this is what we've done over the last year. What is it we want for the next year? What is our goals? Because we just didn't want to say, okay, we're okay with what we've done and not have something to work for. Um, oh, yeah. So what is it that you see your channel becoming or wanting to take your channel to in the next year? <sighs> well, you know, we, we will still be working full time. Mm -hmm. So that's going to influence how what we do what we put out or how far we can travel to see because you know it's we're limited to um a vacation time we've got right. we've got vacation coming up in september and we haven't decided on what we're going to do yet because this world is so crazy right now <laughs> i understand yeah. you know, we we've had several a couple of big plans canceled yeah. for this september we had trip. an iceland trip planned mm -hmm. at the beginning of the year before all the craziness started we was fortunate enough to to get our Arizona trip in and our Michigan trip in. Uh -huh. And we just barely got our Michigan trip in because things started getting better. We went up there, enjoyed our time up there, and now it looks like it's heating up again. again. Yep. So we was fortunate to get that in. And, and uh, our Iceland trip, we just had to cancel it. And we don't know what we're going to do uh, in place of that. <sighs> we do plan on going to Hawaii. Yeah, we, we both turn 50 next year and we wanted to 
spend our 50th, celebrate our 50th by going to Hawaii and exploring that. Maybe. That's, <laughs> that's the only thing written in stone right now, but we will continue exploring Tennessee. Uh, it don't matter what state you're in. There's lots of beauty in it. Mm -hmm. You just got to go out and find it. And we could spend a lifetime making videos uh, just on Tennessee alone. Now, that's not what we want to do, but uh, we will continue that and um, take vacations. We've, uh, we'll, we'll be going back up to Michigan constantly, and we want to go out to Idaho and Montana. Mm -hmm. We want to explore those states. Um, Wyoming, okay. a Glacier National Park. Uh, we kind of kicked around the idea of going to Glacier in September, but with everything going on, it's really limiting what you can do. Yeah, this year is uh, a year of just pencil it in. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, you know, we we're we're trying to do um, a few how-to videos, maybe maybe to help. Because I I will tell you right now that was going to be my next question. Yes. Is whether oh, okay. or not whether or not you guys are considered doing how-to videos, and the reason I ask is because the how-to videos do much much better in the stage than what the adventure videos do. Okay. Um, and it's it's a matter of time before the adventure videos um, will take off because what happens is that the people with the adventure videos, uh, they're there because they've bonded a connection with you. Yes. Um, they are interested in where you're going, not necessarily where the destination is. They're interested in what, what we're doing. doing. Yeah. Um, so... When it comes to those things, you know, we like to think those things, even though they're great, fantastic, popular travel areas and things, the search content on YouTube for those things really aren't that high. Mm -hmm. um, still to this day, a lot of people come to YouTube to find, to figure out how to figure out a problem. Oh, yeah. 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 So how-to videos are fantastic in uh -huh. um, boosting your channel, giving uh -huh. you those views, that watch time, all that stuff. Um so, yeah, little how-to videos, you'll be really surprised right. uh, what you'll get out of them. Our biggest performing video right now is actually the seat removal out of the out of Big Toe, is taking the 15 seats out of Big Toe. And it's just shot right up. I mean, I'm amazed how well it's done. So many people are interested in the van life. And then our bed platform, building the bed platform is also uh, very popular. Yeah, I think uh, definitely, you know, film everything you can about your uh -huh. van build yeah. uh, people love that kind of stuff they love um, van life stuff uh -huh. um, and that's one of the things that um, i know you use TubeBuddy. buddy uh, if you ever need any help trying to do additional keyword search shoot okay. me an email i got a whole list of stuff i can send you um, to try to figure out good keyword stuff to try to get ranked in search right uh, and uh, every little bit helps because it does it sure does uh, I know I've talked to Susan from New Horizons before. Mm -hmm. For a long time, she was worried about her channel not being able to be found in search by her channel name. Um, and like I explained to her, right now, nobody's searching your channel name because nobody knows you. Mm -hmm. um, in order for them to find you, they have to find your videos. Okay. Um, so right. worry, about, worry about the keyword search in the videos. And once you start ranking enough videos, your name will start showing up by channel name. Okay. Um, so that's how you get there, especially if you have a popular channel name like Susan does with New Horizons. Um, it's hard to rank initially 
you uh-huh. got to get those videos ranked and then you'll start showing up. So Yeah, I remember searching her when when we first came across her, we we searched for her and and it it was uh difficult. Yep. We had to put her name in with it. So, we found yep. Susan. So there's some uh some good tips here and there throughout this interview too. So So let's see what else do I got here? Um uh, so what ways currently do you promote your channel? Is it just Facebook or do you, um, I don't think I've seen, do you guys have an Instagram? Yes, we do have Instagram, but that, ha- that is one social media that's kind of fell to the wayside. I, I got started on it and I've, I've uh, kind of quit a little bit. I've not posted in a while. Yeah. It's one of those things. I let Lori worry about Instagram mostly. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'll maybe do some, editing on photos or whatever and send her stuff and she'll post stuff. But I kind of leave the Instagram thing to Lori. So I don't really see a lot of people over on Instagram, whether or not they're active and stuff like that. So yeah, that's usually Lori's forte uh, when it comes to that stuff. So uh-huh. uh, I stick to more of everything else, you know, as far as uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, the video editing, yeah, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Well, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry. And uh, I'll have Lori go ahead and she plans out the live streams for Wednesday night so that I don't have to do that uh-huh. um, to help offload some stuff off me to keep her going on things as well. So, uh-huh. and well, that's all you can do. We watched, um, I believe it was a video of uh, a successful YouTuber. I do not remember who it was, but he said it, he was asked if there was one thing he would change when he started his YouTube channel. And he said not to focus so much on social media. Just create your good content and get it out there. So I guess, you know, creating your videos is my biggest focus. I try to do the other social media. <laughs> but um, Yeah, it, it, and they tell you that because it's a lot of work. Uh-huh. Um, they're saying trying to focus on just creating good content. Uh-huh. Um, see, I when I first started, I went the... I went completely backwards opposite of that. Um, what I figured is that my first videos are going to be crappy. Yeah. Next to nobody's going to watch them. Right. So it's like, okay, my first videos, I didn't put as much effort into, and I spent more effort on building communities in other social media. Uh-huh. Uh, so that I figured that once I did get better, started to create better videos, I already had a following of people to watch those videos. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the route I went, and uh, different route for everybody. But it I can is. Agree, I can agree with both routes. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing I do say is that if you concentrate on only one social media, you have to expect that social media to explode. Yes. To help you, uh-huh. uh, where if you do try to spread the uh, the traffic around, it, right helping you down the road. Uh-huh. So. I am, you know, I am trying to spread it around, but <laughs> like I said, some does fall to the wayside. It, it, it gets left behind. Uh, Facebook is my biggest pusher. There's, um, I try to find, I search for groups on whatever the niche is for the video we're putting out mm-hmm. and make sure that I can share that YouTube link. And like you said, it probably only gets seen by about 10% of the group, but that's an audience I wouldn't have reached just putting it up on YouTube. Right. And that's a good way to start. Um, you know, I went through and I first started, I joined a ton of RV groups on Facebook. Mm-hmm. 
a few of those groups I've been kicked out of for posting YouTube videos. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's the consequences of what you have. Uh, yes. Yeah. Until you can build your own community, you have to do what you can try to right. you can from other communities. Yep. And uh, and just keep whittling away. You'll get there eventually. So, uh, so we're working up here. If anyone has any questions for Scotty and Melinda over here in the chat, make sure you go ahead and drop it into um, the chat over here. And uh, while we're just chatting, and I'll wait for some of those to come through. And uh, other than that. Um, what other places in Michigan are you interested in visiting? We have explored almost every bit of uh-huh. Michigan. Um, Porcupine Mountains is yeah. the only place that I feel like we've not touched on. And yeah, we haven't we haven't explored there at all. Right. I mean, we've done Tequamanon, we've done Kitchitikiti, <laughs> Whitefish Point, Iron Royal, uh, Pitchard Rocks, Sleeping Bear, uh, all up to Sleeping Bear, uh-huh. all up to sunrise side all the way down the sunset side <laughs> uh, we've been everywhere uh, but we're going to continue to explore because we love the state love the people um yeah. you get up to northern michigan and uh, you know I, I just love the people up there uh the youpers love the youpers uh, we've ha- we've had great conversations mm-hmm. with uh, uh, a lot of people up there yeah so just love the people yeah the porcupines is on our list too um we haven't had a chance to get that far west in the UP. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you get in the UP, there's just so much to see that, um, and so much ground to cover that, um, you know, and even when we go to Mackinac, we do day trips from Mackinac, and sometimes we'll drive an hour away, two hours away. Right, yeah. Whatever from yeah. there. Um, so, you know, there's lots of stuff to do in the UP, but sometimes it's a bit of a drive to get to it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You know, so, but some of the fun things is all the little things that you can run across in between where you were. And where you yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, you know, the little waterfalls on these little turnouts, uh, things like that. Um, you know, uh, we ran up to Whitefish Point this year when we were, uh-huh. uh, Mac and I, we ran up there. And uh, we always stop at the little lookout there by where the Tequanum River dumps into Whitefish Bay. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a little lookout park there and uh, we stopped there and I went ahead. I got the drone out for a while and I popped the drone up and I flew it up and across the road and uh, flew it up and down the uh, um, Taquanon River there as it comes out to the, the mouth of the river out by the, the big water and uh, just putting that up and getting a different perspective on the oh, yeah. up there. Um, it was beautiful. I was uh, just flying the drone down the river, and of course, I uh, captured some video of a couple of kayakers kayaking down the river. Oh, that's fun! Uh, I'll have like to that. go find that one. I've missed that one. <laughs> I haven't gotten it up yet, but I do. Have okay, so I we, will, we will be having a video of that coming soon. So, Good. right Good. right now, I uh, I've got a ton of video that we shot up there to go through, and we got lots of videos coming out uh-huh. uh, as I uh, compile stuff and finish them up. Uh, we have one that's going to be hopefully out this weekend. Uh, that's from uh, Heritage Village in uh, Mackinac City. So yeah, yeah. So we had never actually been to Heritage Village before. We uh, passed it all the time because we we're always going out to the Headlands Dark Sky Park, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Gulpin Lighthouse, things like that. Um, we never really stopped there, and then uh, we saw another Instagram RV couple stop and post pictures from there, and it's like you know. We were wanting to go up this year. We wanted to hit things that we didn't normally hit. 
Yeah. Uh, for two reasons. Uh, we wanted to hit things that were a little less likely to have so many people around because uh -huh. of COVID. And two, we wanted to film things that we haven't filmed before. Yes. So Heritage Village was a great uh, one. Uh, I've got some good drone footage. Uh, I got approval from the Mackinac Historical Society oh, nice. to have the drone there and yeah. and uh, take footage. So I have some drone footage of that. And uh, we got some nice uh, footage and stuff to put together a video. And we're about 75% there. So that'll good. be coming up soon. So let's go ahead and see if we have any questions over here. Uh, some people are saying, sorry, they're driving. Uh, Mima says she loves Melinda's Painted Rock Project. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. Um, I, had a, a, I have a friend who I used to work with, and she is uh, she's an awesome artist. She just she does beautiful work, and she is trying to bring back the painted rock project again. She's trying to bring painted rock backs, painted rocks back. And the night before we left for the thumb, I was like, let's go back to the Duck River and collect a few rocks back there because it's a part of Tennessee. And I'm just gonna put a little paint on them, promote our channel a little bit. <laughs> So, people find them. Yes, because the Duck River is, it, it's um, the longest continuously flowing river all enclosed in the state of Tennessee. Yep. So, so are you, you a know, part of the Facebook group RVers Rock? No, go I did check, not know that one. check it out. It is a Facebook group dedicated to painted rocks that people leave around the country. Okay, now, I'll have my, to go find that. My question is, is there a negative stigma that goes along with and painted rocks. I have heard some from campground owners complain about rocks being placed in certain areas and getting hit by lawnmowers and things like oh, that. So okay. We always try to put them, uh, we don't try to hide them real much. We put them out in obvious. We'll put them on top of a picnic table or okay. on top of the electrical box, things like that. Right. So we, we did leave some rock um, in Mackinac. And I see this past week, uh, the chamber in Mackinac posted that at Mariner Park, which is a very small park um, along the road that runs along the lakeshore and Lake Huron side, a very small park. They just started a community rock garden there. Oh, for, okay. For people to put painted rocks. So next time yep. you're in Mackinac City, yeah. make sure you check out the little Mariner Park and go ahead and drop your rock there. Yeah, yeah. So some great stuff there. And like you said, it's a good way to go ahead and promote your channel a little bit. Uh -huh. uh, my daughter, she loves painting them up. Uh, we mentioned something about it in a live stream, and I was really surprised. We got a very heavy package in the mail, and it was from Kathy's Outdoor Adventures. Right, yeah. Which, by the way, I want to congratulate Kathy as well. I forgot to that at the beginning of this. She hit 1,000 subscribers. 1,000 subs. So um, Kathy heard us say that in a live stream, and she sent us some rocks and paint pens. In the <laughs> so that was very sweet of her. How fun. Okay, so any other questions going on in the room? I asked if they could meet us next year. Okay, so Lori's hollering from the other room. She asked if you guys could meet us next year. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> we, we, we would love to meet any of you, but yes, because you're going to be in Mackinac City, so... <laughs> Yes, we already have our reservations for next year because okay. Mackinac keeps filling up so fast. Yes. Uh, the campground actually asked us to try making our reservations before we left, and we did. Uh, so we actually will be there next year 
Uh, I believe it's June 25th through July 12th again. Okay. Um, so it's usually about a two and a half week time that we're there over the 4th uh, as well. So, so anytime during that time, we will be in Mackinac. Uh-huh. Well, we, you know, we have this vacation in September we, we mentioned a little bit earlier. And we've kind of penciled in the UP again for September. Okay. Uh, it just seems to be the most, we can go off grid, we can dry camp and not bother anyone with, with COVID going on, you know. <laughs> yeah. so, so if you happen to be coming through Michigan, let's yes. go ahead of time and we'll That's try working something out if we can. Yep. So, yeah, we were disappointed that we were in Mackinac when you were in Turner Brock. Right. Uh, to know that you guys were up here in, in Michigan and we were still, you know. So close and yet so far. Yep. Yep. Still four <laughs> hours north of you or so, five yeah. hours north of you. So, all right. Well, I guess, uh, yep, management exercises. I have a really hard time checking the chat. So, usually I have Lori yelling at me for things. I'm, she says, I am done to wrap this up. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I would like to go ahead and thank uh, the two of you um, for spending your Saturday afternoon with us and uh, telling us a little bit about your life and your channel. And like I said, we appreciate it very much. And uh, if you enjoy podcasts, make sure you check it out on the podcast. App. Right. Uh, yeah. We'll go ahead and we'll post this once uh, YouTube is done processing that. That usually takes a day or so for these mm -hmm. long live streams. Um, but we will go ahead and we'll post that on the podcast uh, as well. So anyone uh, in the chat or uh, listening or checking this out on the replay, make sure you go over and check out Simple Life, Big Adventures. Uh, I'll go ahead. Let me drop a link here. Uh, I'm sure Lori has dropped it in there. I've seen it a few times, but I'll drop a link again here in the chat. And well, it looks like she just beat me to it. But <laughs> anyways, um, and go ahead and check out these guys. Check out a few of their videos if you haven't. Uh, give them those thumbs up, comments. Tell them the Northwood sent you so they know where you came from. And uh, just show them the love and respect that they deserve because they are an awesome couple and an awesome channel. So oh, thank you so much. All right. uh, we've enjoyed it. Thank you for the invitation. Well, thank you very much. And hopefully we'll have you on here again when you hit 1,000. Yes. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank Hope you. All right, guys. So go ahead and make sure you check these guys out. Give them a chance. And once again, we'd like to go ahead and uh, thank you all for spending your Saturday afternoon with us here on the Northwoods. And we appreciate each and every one of you. Make sure you get that thumbs up on your way out the door. And uh, go ahead and uh, subscribe if you haven't. And make sure that you check out all of our weekly videos and live streams. So with that, I'll go ahead and sign off here, guys. And thank you very much. And we'll see you out there, guys. Bye.